0: Welcome everybody to this, the as yet untitled I am Kuhan.com comics podcast. Maybe, maybe if there's titles in the works. We'll, we'll we'll make a decision. I am your host, Naim Siddiqui. You might know me better as Kuhan uh, from iamkuhan.com. Uh, joining me, as always, here on the first episode, is uh, my uh, my wonderful and talented co-host Ben Castriota. How's it going, Ben?
1: Hello, everybody
0: finally i can talk about something that's not marvel related <laughs> yes yes you might know ben is the marvelous iggy um but uh, sometimes he gets tired of talking about talking about marvel comic books uh, i read other so. things i read other <laughs> things <laughs> so we're, we're we'll talk about a little bit of marvel here maybe a lot of dc maybe some other stuff as well um you know marvel marvel will come up it's a comic book show i read marvel comics and i'm not on his marvel podcast all the time sometimes i am sometimes i'm not um, but, uh, but certainly we, uh, we will talk about, uh, everything happening in the comic book universe, uh, maybe delve into some of the topics that, that, uh, that Ben doesn't get a chance to talk about on Warriors 3, um, uh, just like for, so today we're going to be talking about news, uh, first, first and foremost, we're going to do, we're going to delve into some news, um, and, uh, the first, uh, the first piece we have here is, uh, Jeff Johns, uh, is maybe, or maybe not, writing a Watchmen event in 2017? uh so
1: so to give some clarification if in case you aren't aware of this and you missed the big rebirth in june i believe the the, that basically sort of is that june yeah double shipping man double shipping um so basically at the dc rebirth which is sort of dc's attempt to basically say we're sorry about the new 52 here's almost everything that you liked about your old universe but not entirely so
0: Except, i'm not quite there's not. other stuff it's a- yeah
1: <laughs> so basically at the end of the rebirth issue the big controversial thing that came out of it or uh I, yeah i'm gonna say controversial because it's still so controversial in some people's eyes is uh the fact that the watchmen have done oh, specifically dr manhattan had altered the DC universe that we knew and was responsible for the creation of New 52, which led to believe that um, the Joker is uh, the comedian, and they don't really know about the other Watchmen characters. We haven't really heard anything about them, but we know that Ozymandias visited Superman in that issue, and we know that Doctor Man- and There's a, the issue ends with Dr. Manhattan and um, Ozymandias having a conversation, and so it basically alludes to the fact that Dr. Manhattan... If you have never read Watchmen, Dr. Manhattan basically says I'm going to go somewhere and create something new. So uh, the speculation is that after he this is what he created or altered. And so we have outside of Titans and The Flash, they haven't really touched on this and so potentially next year Jeff Johns is writing going to have either Watchmen versus the DC Universe.
0: Um yeah, so I didn't did you read the Watchmen sequel comic? Uh, do you mean the prequels? The prequel, whatever. Man. I I Watchmen.
1: I read three of them. I read
0: the. What was it called again? Before Watchmen.
1: Yeah, before Watchmen. Apparently, those are gonna play into factor it's some it's somehow.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember so because that was very controversial too. Because like any like more Watchmen stuff. And well, you it's, don't it's just you don't touch don't... it. You don't touch right. it. It's well, especially especially because it's not it's not the same comic book stuff like it's not within the same universe like it just it just it kind of feels wrong um you know and, and like and you know Darwin Cook uh did one and I know it's like you know that was like okay like it's Darwin Cook so it's kind of okay <laughs> that was um, the closest in terms
1: of tone yeah not visual obviously cause you know but well, like yeah cause it was Darwin Cook. but considering it was the fo- it, like what it was classic superheroes it fit because of that right. um but uh even now was controversial. I mean, like it's controversial because of the rights.
0: Right. Um. Well, no, no, just, no, not just because of the rights, but also because it's, it's just it. It feels untouchable. Watchmen is kind of untouchable in, in a way. Like it's here's here's this. It's its own thing. Like and this like Watchmen is a work of like in its in its own a work of like of modern art. Right. Like that's the thing that's taught in in college courses and stuff like that. Like Watchmen is 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 taught as serious, serious uh, literature. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, 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 you know, then putting that stuff in DC is weird. Like, it was never part of the DC. It was always its own thing because of what DC was. Um, so, so it's, it's weird to, to include it. So I, I, that's a big reason that's controversial. Uh, back in July, uh, Dan DiDio and Jim Lee, who are the co-publishers of DC, said the plan was to explore the connections between Watchmen and Rebirth over a two-year period. Uh, and then suggest that Johns would finish it uh, in the Rebirth one-shot. And then uh, Didio in DC's Direct Currents magazine in October said everyone at DC knows how invested readers are in the seeds planted in DC Universe Rebirth number one. Your patience will be rewarded in 2017. And then like you're gonna start seeing the great mysteries addressed very soon. Um, stuff like that. Uh, so it's uh yeah it's interesting. So he also said uh, Mr. Oz. What exactly is his deal? Uh, Mr. Oz will be coming to the forefront in the first half of the year as well, meaning 2017. So, you know, it's it's. I'm interested to see what happens. If yeah, you know,
1: but and like, if if anything, I don't I don't think it's gonna be the entire Watchmen characters. I think it'll just be comedian. It's which is weird because he's dead. Like it, like Doctor like Doctor Manhattan brought him back to like because he you know spoilers. If you've never read Watchmen, but comedian spoilers spoilers for a 30 year old comic book. yeah the watchman uh the the comedian gets killed in the first issue um or the first chapter and uh you know like i because and they've alluded to him being the joker like i said or like i said a minute ago so it's like i'm because when i associate Watchmen, it's not an action comic right
0: yeah, it's I mean yeah, it's a mystery really. It's
1: it's a very grizzled, down to earth like like Stan like like I like to use this analogy. I can't remember who I stole it from, but credits to that person, whoever they are. That Stanley created the idea of superheroes with problems more brought it to the forefront and like no, these people are fucking psychos, um, and it's it's very like the most fantastical you get is Doctor Manhattan. You know, like like you look at characters like Night Owl or any of them. It's very grounded. Inspector. Yeah, it's not Obvious. about... Yeah. Exactly. It's not about fighting crime. It's about their sort of... Their inner machinations as, as being superheroes and their own daily lives and their inner psychosis. It's a very cerebral comic book. And as much as I'm looking forward to seeing how it happens, I'm wondering, like, how can you put, like... The like the DC characters, superheroes, mainstream superheroes are built on fighting each other for no goddamn reason whatsoever, um, or with the smallest justifiable reason against these characters who are very much the opposite of that. Yes, they do fight, but it's not that's not what the book is about.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, for sure. Uh the stuff came in the forefront, I don't I don't remember if you said this already, but because John's just tweeting about it. Um, and he said, like, his top five things he's looking forward DC events looking forward to in 2017 are more DC TV, uh, and then tagged Flash Arrow, Gotham, Legends of Tomorrow, Lucifer, which I just found out was a show that is a DC show, uh, had no idea that was true. Verti- <laughs>
1: published by Vertigo, so yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't realize it was, like, DC related at all. Uh, and many more ones should be announced soon, which is interesting, they're about to announce a new DC show. Um... Injustice. they already own they already own the week they own weekly television yeah right <laughs> it's like um, what more could you do <laughs> uh a, se- a sequel to injustice uh gods among us i guess which is yeah interesting.
1: yeah that's well we don't have an official release date but there's trailers out there for um for some of the characters blue beetles in it um yeah it's i mean yeah. first injustice was fantastic so and then the second one looks more like even better
0: uh and then uh, uh just uh, the new justice league will be coming out this year obviously which we're gonna talk about a little bit uh featuring mera uh patty Jenkins wonder woman film which we're gonna talk about as well and then he said writing comics again stay tuned with a picture of dr manhattan uh so definitely like it seems like he's gonna you know He's going to be writing something, at least, with that with those characters.
1: Yeah, we, whether it's a miniseries or a one-shot, we don't know. But it's something.
0: We'll see. We'll see what what's going to happen. You, you, with, uh, you, okay.
1: you know, if I had it my way, Johns would not be writing this. I think the only guy who I think I, could, I would trust with this, and forgive me for my own inner fanboying, I would fucking let Morrison do it. Because I feel yeah. like he's the only one who understands and... Who's res- the same kind of... Fun up is alan morris exactly and i feel like yeah. he could channel he wouldn't do he wouldn't try to do more he would do his own thing but at least i feel like it would be more in line what a dc a dc universe cross watchman confrontation would be like than what jo- i mean john's let's face it john's we know what he does well he does very much popcorn flicks uh yeah. for, for comics they're very entertaining but that's what he does And like I know, I don't know what Morrison's relationship with DC is right now. I think it's like I think he's still working on multiversity too, right? Yeah, he's just it's just like that's taking time, and most he's doing like right side independent projects right now.
0: But I think I think I think I think Grant Morrison has carte blanche at DC as long as he doesn't mess with the universe.
1: Yeah, which is which is fine. That's why he's Um, doing like Wonder Woman Earth Earth One Volume Two and multiversity.
0: But I I mean, you know, Jeff Johns is is the chief creative officer of DC Comics and DC Entertainment and whatnot so it it sort of makes sense that he's the dude who gets who gets whatever he wants to do on this thing and and, and i he, i think you know, he, you know, he, he kind of he earns runs it the universe right like the universe is basically his like i i'd imagine that 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 at some level it's like all right well here's what here's the direction that all these comic books are going um, and, and you know definitely for sure the, uh, the movie universe is going to be his as well so uh, you know it's, it's interesting it's interesting
1: I, I think we need more information on where it goes but I'm tr- I was excited initially when it was announced and now I'm trepidatious because uh, we don't it's I don't know how you're going to do this and not piss I mean you're going to piss people off but like towards a good entertaining satisfying story that's yeah. res- that's respectful to Alan Moore. Then again, Alan Moore doesn't give a shit. Um, Dave Gibbons probably does, um, but uh, I
0: don't. I don't know that Dave Gibbons really cares that much either. Paycheck's a paycheck. True. You know, I mean,
1: like example, it, like because this is all about like the the, re- the reason they're doing this a lot of it, is because so they can retain the rights, and 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 at this point in time, whoever owns a copy of Watchmen has a copy of Watchmen. So now. They did the movie. That was probably the height of Watchmen fever. Was 2009 to 2011? Maybe a little bit of a spike in 13 with the Before Watch. The reason they did Before Watchmen is to see to keep the rights, so they keep they keep the rights away from more, which is weird, considering it's not selling as well as it used to. And you know, I I guarantee you, going back to talking about Injustice, I guarantee you we see in, uh, Watchmen characters in Justice too
0: yeah I'm, I'm, reasonable.
1: like the maybe not like initial roster but like buy get the watchman dlc pack or something you know or at least costumes but that's really what this is about it's we let's let's let we have this very well-known property why are we just letting it stay there you know
0: yeah for sure
1: all right well i guess we're moving on
0: let's move on okay. <laughs> to uh Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about some. Okay, so we're going to so talk a little bit about comic movie films. Let's talk uh, real quick before we transition into talking about more comic movie films. Talk about uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, which is coming out this year, and uh, at the end of this past year, not the end, quite the end, in November of uh, of 2016, um, which we are now, which we are now moving past. We're now in the January of uh, 2017, but in November we had. Um, in the Doctor Strange film at the end of the Doctor Strange film, if you stayed through the credits, right? This is at the post-credits no, scene? no. This is the, fir- the first, the first one, the mid-credits scene. Mid-credits. What was the What was the post-credits scene?
1: Um, Baron Mordo being like, uh, no more, oh, no right, more, right. Ma- no more magic.
0: Yeah, 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 no more mutants. Um, uh, yeah. So at the at in the mid-credits scene of uh of Doctor Strange, he uh you see him speaking to Thor, and Thor's like, yeah, gotta go find my. M- dad my dead dad or my brother killed my dad or something uh, and uh, dr. is like all right let's help you find your brother or your dad or something uh, which is which is clearly been the Thor Ragnarok but there was not a proper confirmation until I think uh, d23 um, yeah the the, the d23 uh, official official Disney uh, fan club uh, was posting about how uh, there's uh, you know it, it like sort of just Slyly slipped in, like, "Yeah, Doctor Strange gonna be in a, you know, oh yeah, Thor Ragnarok in November brings together Thor, the Hulk, and Doctor Strange to face off against intergalactic baddies." That's the only mention of it.
1: You know what I, I love don't... is like the... Benedict Cumberbatch didn't know. I was like, "Really? I'm, I'm in there." Yeah, you start shooting tomorrow. Oh, oh, I guess <laughs> I get on a plane then. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Um, Thor Ragnar, uh, Thor Ragnar, that's uh, one of the top comments I read. It's Thor Ragnarok picked up all the people who weren't invited for the Civil War party. Um. Which is true, man. Like, everyone's yeah. showing up. Like, like I didn't couldn't make the Civil War, so now they're going to roll right into, uh, right into Ragnarok. It'll be um, an awesome party regardless. It, it will be. It will be. Uh, yeah, and there's, there's a lot of stuff coming out uh, this year, too. <laughs> this, uh, this year is, is going to be wild the comic books. But uh, Doctor Strange and Ragnarok. So we knew that Thor was there, obviously, because it's a Thor movie. And we knew that Hulk was there. What do you think about Doctor Strange and Ragnarok? It kind of makes sense, you know. It's, it's the mystical side. Uh, Hulk Hulk is even act- is more confusing, because he's just like, all right, I guess he's there.
1: Yeah, because um, uh, well, at the end of Age of Ultron, he's like, um, you know, he's alone. So like, my guessing is Thor recruits him because he needs a strong ally. And he just like, unwilling, like he just probably teleports, finds Banner, teleports back, and Banner's just yeah. on re- shenanigans w- ensue.
0: Wikipedia said that there are elements from Planet Hulk adapted for Ragnarok, but there's no source on that. And I, don't, I mean, people were talking about it, so that might just be
1: talk. Yeah. Um. There, there's okay. rumors that like you're we're we're gonna see like the gladiator Hulk looking armor and oh, stuff like sh- that.
0: Wait, hold on. Jeff Goldblum's in this
1: movie? Yeah, he's playing the so- gamesman. No, that's um. G- the Grandmaster. The G- Grandmaster. Grand yeah, I think um, also the there's another Jurassic Park alum in that movie as well, unless he's in another movie. Uh, Sam um, Neill.
0: Yeah, Sam Neill's in Sam Neal's in this. Yep.
1: Yeah. So yeah, but we got two Jurassic Park alumna- alumnas. Uh
0: But uh, but I'm just saying because uh, Taika Waititi is uh, is a uh, he's, he's 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 kind of a weird director. Like he's he's, he's like a comedy type dude. Um, he was he was uh, Pie Face and Green Lantern randomly as well. Uh, like he's not like an actor actor, he's a director actor, but also he was randomly pie face in Green Lantern because why not? Um, but like he directed and wrote a couple episodes of Fire of the Concords and he's like he's he's a comedy guy. Yeah. So I'm interested well, to see what well, what he yeah. brings to to this.
1: That's what everybody said about the Russo brothers, and they turned out to the. Two no, with
0: no, no. The... Oh no! I'm, I'm definitely not saying like I'm not. I'm, there's not. A, there's no worry in my. Oh, eyes, oh okay.
1: Right. I'm just, just.
0: I'm just. I'm interested. I'm, I'm like. And this is okay. like. I. I. This will be cool. I'd be like. I'm, I'm. 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 interested to see what what he brings to the universe because James Gunn is not the kind of guy you think for this universe either, right? Like James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy, um, is not really the, your typical typical big budget Hollywood guy, you know? Yeah. Like, um, and neither neither are anybody who worked on Ant-Man. Like, everybody who worked on Ant-Man is like...
1: Well, none of the Marvel directors, none of them. Like, maybe John... You can make it... John Favreau is probably the closest one. Yeah. Um, jo, not even Joss Whedon are, like, household big... He he well, had no, a... No, I mean, no
0: household big name. I mean, uh, Kenneth Branagh did Thor. He's a household, like...
1: He's not... But he's, kind of he's not okay, okay, like, but he's not... Okay, okay, my He's not... Not, not for, like, the big summer blockbuster... Yeah, because Marvel's a fuck. Look, look, because they, they, the, I feel like Marvel gives them enough leeway to put their style in, it, but it's a fucking machine. They can literally plug in anybody in there and almost have it work.
0: Right, right, right. Look, uh, what did what the Louis de do? He did, he did Clash of the Titans, but that was after he did the transporter transporter movies.
1: Yeah, and they're good action movies. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, the- he was probably the most typical.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I think you're right. Um, sorry, I'm I'm trying to look right now. Joe Johnston did First Avenger. Did he do anything else before that? He
1: did um, the, uh, re- yeah, Jurassic that was three. Yeah,
0: um, but yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you, you, you're right. But I'm saying like you know it's, it's not just that. Like and it's cool that, that that people get you know their own like their own spin on things. It's just um, it's very interesting to see uh, you know like because so Alan Taylor is a dude who like just like seemed to just sort of get plugged in there, and probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean that's. I think that's having it, and even for, for Dark World. Yeah,
1: and.
0: Um, but yeah, no, uh, and and you know, I like I was a big fan of of um, the uh, got their names Russo brothers, um, you know, for for the, from their from their TV comedy stuff. Like that's that stuff is is really is good stuff. But yeah, they're definitely not who you'd expect to put in in sort of this universe. Yeah, uh, and uh, Doctor Strange director too, is I think a, a, a comedy guy, Scott Derrickson. I think oh no, com- uh, comedy horror. I think
1: yeah, uh, he which did, which he did which
0: sinister, So he's actually a horror guy,
1: which fits with Doctor Strange considering Doctor Strange can be really creepy if you play it up the right elements.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, but Ant- Ant-Man, like, Ant-Man was another thing like, was that went way comedy, right? Like, all the writers, Adam McKay, who's best known for SNL, Paul Rudd, who's also the star of the movie, is a comedy guy, uh, Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish, who are, you know, did, did the, the Coronado trilogy of movies, Peyton Reed's the director, who is best known for doing Yes Man and Bring It On, um, and that was kind of a paint-by-numbers directing, you know, as far as a Marvel action movie goes, um, to the point where... You, who even knows if he actually had any involvement, and maybe they just put his name on it. Um, That's true. But, uh, uh, but, but it's definitely, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's the kind of universe that, that you don't need those kind of names. You know, when, when you have... The movies like, sell themselves. Yeah, like, Michael, you need Michael Bay to sell to sell a movie that has nothing behind it. You I don't think they needed him for Transformers or for mm, Turtles, but they, they got him, you know. But um, but you don't need you don't need a big name to even sell Spider-Man, right? The first Spider-Man movie was directed, uh, not first Sp- but I mean Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi's not that guy. Sam Raimi is, is another comedy horror guy. Uh, yeah. for, for the first Spider-Man movie, and then Amazing Spider-Man was directed by Mark um, Webb. Mark Webb, who was uh, who was best known for Five Hundred Days of Summer, or even um uh from
1: X Men First Class. Uh, what's his name? Um, Layer Cake guy. Uh, uh, I have Matthew the DVD. Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. There you go. I was, I was about to pull my Matthew Blu-ray Vaughn. from but there. Matthew,
0: like, Matthew Vaughn also did Lock, Stock and Two Spoken Barrels. Matthew Vaughn did uh, Kick-Ass. Um, like he he had done some actiony stuff. But not but, on. But, but not, like not, to, not, on, not on the level. But but yeah. there's something you know like none, like you're not on the level till you're on the level, right? Somebody's got to no. put you on the level. <laughs> That's true. Um, but uh, but you know like like. I think Spider-Man is, is actually a great case for it because because the, the Spider-Man one the Spider the original the, the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy is is critically pretty pretty well praised as far as as far as comic book movie goes co- comic book movies go but uh, but Sam Raimi was not that dude. Like, Sam Raimi was like, everyone's was like, Sam, Sam, really? Like, the Evil Dead guy? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. that's that's who he was. He did the Evil Dead and, and Army of Darkness, and like, that's who he was. Yeah. Really I feel like we're
1: detracting from Doctor Strange, though, and, and Ragnarok, though.
0: Yes. Doctor Strange and Ragnarok. You're right. <laughs> I'm, uh...
1: I mean, like... I'm excited about it because you know me. I love Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, you do. I He's my favorite superhero of all time next to Spider-Man, right up there with Spider-Man. And more Doctor – like, trust me, nobody – one, he has the yellow gloves, which I didn't – like, that's a Doctor Strange nerd thing that he has the yellow gloves. Um,
0: he, he didn't have them until the end of the movie, right?
1: Yeah, in, in the entire movie, and I didn't notice it until the very end, until I noticed the gloves. Um, but uh, – if it's I like, part of me thinks he's not like Hulk and Thor will be the primary and he'll be there for like five minutes and that's fine I don't
0: even I don't even know if that's that's accurate like Hulk he might he might have a bigger role than we really realize I mean if
1: he hard. does I'll be pleasantly surprised that yeah. I get to see Dr Strange like be an absolute badass
0: against cosmic hordes um I don't know because because like I said I feel I feel like he makes a lot more sense in this movie than Hulk does right because Hulk is Hulk seems very weird to be in a Thor movie more more so than Doctor Strange does, because because Thor has a lot of the mystic stuff going on. But that, I think for... I I agree, but
1: I think that's capturing the spirit of the Marvel of Marvel Comics universe, where like you would have characters meet who usually don't meet. No, in... oh
0: totally, no, no, totally, yeah. totally, yeah, no. It, it, I, I'm not saying I have a problem with Hulk being in this movie. I'm just saying like there's definitely is definitely a natural progression to get Doctor Strange in this movie, especially with that mid credit scene. Um, you know, it'd be it would be weird I think if he, if you had very little screen time. I mean, it, it would make it would be possible because maybe like maybe be maybe, maybe like you it. know like a
1: one giant fight scene, but he's not going to be there fighting Surtur. Oops, my bad. My, my At the end, but he's not going to be at there fighting Surtur at the end. With if he does, holy shit, that'll be awesome. But I'm not expecting anything more than maybe five minutes.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe you could be right. Yeah, um, but I I don't know. I think I think. I think he might have a more sizable role than we realized. Well, I mean, to be honest, like Spider-Man had a very a much more sizable role in Civil War than anybody that's, realized. That's, right? like, that's true. That's, that was a much, much longer cameo than, than I expected at all. Because um, I think which, everybody just expected the fight, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had before that. He had a little bit after that. He had the, the, the mid credit scene, post credit scene? Post credit scene. I don't even know anymore with these movies. There's so many like after credit scenes. I feel like I feel like if you stay after the post credit scene and like chill up for another 15 minutes there's another credit scene that you don't even see. Yeah, um, for- right be- right right before the lady shows up for the for the pre pre trailers show. Yeah. Like, oh, bt the, does there's another there's another post scene after the movie. Um but yeah, uh yeah, I think um I don't know. I I I think he might have a, a decent sized role, especially because because Taika Waititi directed the mid credits sting. Um, like who like the director of Thor Ragnarok directed the mid credit sting.
1: Yeah, um, they they, they that's probably just like how in, in end of Ant Man, uh, that was just straight up footage from Civil War that wasn't like it was directed by the it was probably yeah. like it's something they, they had already shot and they just put it in there out of context well,
0: I, well so so um, let me see real quick uh, uh, Derrickson the the uh, director of uh, Strange said um, I'd rapped and Kevin Feige said we need Thor and Strange to meet before we tear that set down when they shot it it wasn't intended to be the tag it just worked really well so I think I don't know
1: maybe Scott Derrickson just shot it because he was there
0: well no Derrickson didn't shoot it uh, okay. no, he shot it Okay. But, they, but they did. They said don't don't tear the set down. Um, so I don't know. Maybe there was, spo- it was supposed to be a scene in in Thor, and they put it into Strange. It'll maybe, probably be in,
1: it'll probably be in there anyways. Because they got. I mean, they're not just gonna just have Doctor Strange show up. They're gonna probably show that scene again. Similar again, how Ant Man they yeah. show Bucky. And then, like, then you see that same scene again, but with you have the context for what's going on.
0: Yeah, but that, that's I think that's different, right? Because that was that was like a you know I guess there's this thing going on, but they don't usually do that. Like they did that with with um, Ant Man. They did that with uh, at the end of I think at the end of Cap. They did the Avengers, right? Cap One. Well,
1: no, that was just, that was just literally just a teaser trailer. It was though. a
0: teaser trailer, yeah. But they, that, that, that was that, was that wasn't even
1: trailer. like that wasn't like a the, you had the. Uh, Nick Fury showing him the Tesseract, but the 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 end, end was like just a straight up teaser trailer. It wasn't it, even it, like a scene.
0: I mean, it, it might it might fit, but it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like a, a, a scene that would fit into uh, into a movie as much as as just as a, as a tag like it was. So I, I think they just leave the tag as it was and just assume you watched Doctor Strange.
1: True, sure, uh, which and, which and most people it. who
0: most people who probably watched
1: Thor Dark. Thor, if you're whoa. gonna watch,
0: yeah, Thor. Thor Thor is like pretty like you know the Thor movies don't do that well like let's be honest here and, which
1: and, which which sucks because I think is, this
0: ugh, the Thor movies haven't been very good either which is which sucks right like mm. and and like I have hope for this one to be better than the other ones but uh, Doctor Strange did quite well Doctor Strange yeah. did better than Thor Dark World and better than Thor in um, this
1: yeah and Thor Dark World was in November as well um so yeah
0: yeah it's 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 just behind um as far as as far as uh domestic it's just behind civil, civil uh winter soldier rather wow uh civil did really well just behind just behind winter soldier above dark world above thor above ant-man above first avenger uh, above incredible hulk um so so you know i think um i'm not sure where it is worldwide oh here we are seventh worldwide so still above dark world above iron man and iron man 2 worldwide
1: which that says um, something
0: yeah uh, below, below them domestically, but above them worldwide. So, so you know, it's, it's the seventh highest-grossing Marvel movie out of fourteen. So it 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 did well enough. So I think I think most people who are gonna see Ragnarok have seen Doctor Strange, right? That that's the same yeah. assumption. So I guess not, we'll just, not, I guess it's not a scene we really need to have again.
1: we'll just have um, to wait and see. Because I'm well, i I will say that they are, we are gonna see it again, just within full context of what's going on. Um, that's just me though.
0: But let's move on. Yeah, well, let's talk uh, let's talk real quick about all the combo moves coming out in 2017. Cuz there's a lot of them. Yeah, there is.
1: Like uh, this is this is the big this is the one we were talking about like holy shit, we're going to Is it this year it's also next year too that's going to have a ridiculous number if everything stays on track. Yeah. Um but let's yeah. talk about this
0: let's talk about 2017. Let's, uh, so, so yeah, oh yeah. Oh, there's there's plenty to talk about as we move all, move forward <laughs> At past uh past 20 past 2017. But uh, as far as 2017 goes, so we have. Oh man, I've I pulled up the wrong.
1: I have I have the list right here. You have the
0: list okay. You, you I should... have
1: Spider. Uh, uh, these these are not in order, but we could do them in order in a bit. Spider Man: Homecoming, which is July 2017. Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Two, which is May 2017. The I'm including this one because God damn it, people need to see it. The Lego Batman Movie, February 2017. Thor Ragnarok, which is November two thousand seventeen, Wonder Woman, June two thousand seventeen, Logan, March two thousand seventeen, and of course the granddaddy. Please don't fuck this up, Wonder Brothers. Justice League, also November two thousand seventeen.
0: Yeah. So, so in uh, oh, hold on. Is this the right? Uh, is this updated? Cool. It's an updated, updated list. Um. So uh, in order, it's, it's Logan on March third. Ghost in the Shell, if you want to count it, on uh, March. It's 3rd a 1st. manga. Yeah. It's, it's a, a manga. manga. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two on May fifth, uh, and then uh, when is Lego Batman? Lego Batman's Batman's coming out in March two, I believe. No, February. February? Okay, so sorry. Febru- February is when that's coming out, uh, and then yeah, so then and then uh, Guardians Guardians in May, Wonder Woman June second, definitely like I, well, very interested to see what happens there. Spider-Man Homecoming July seventh, um, the Inhumans TV show. Let's not count Mars. that. Let's let's but, not. But but the first. No. No. So it's going to be an IMAX. No. Before.
1: No, fuck, no. <sighs> no. I don't care. Look, if you're an Inhumans fan, one, you picked the wrong
0: team. Two, um, no. <laughs> our, our, our friend Caleb, huge Inhumans fan. Inhumans well,
1: he's well, he's wrong.
0: Uh, um, Kingsman Kingsman comes out October 6th. Okay. The King'sman, the King- Kingsman sequel. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, November 3rd, and November 17th, the Justice League film. So um, let's talk about the one
1: movie that we're both excited for you go first most excited? what is the one out of all the ones that we just listed what is the one you like I'm gonna pre-order my tickets I already have my popcorn I'm ready Homecoming it's Homecoming it's it's Homecoming for you? okay is it not for you? it's like bottom tier for me
0: I've never been more excited for a Spider-Man movie in my life
1: (laughs) here's the thing and I have, I don't think the movies is, I wrote this on nerdcore.online. Go check out, go check out where I write two blogs a week. Shout out to nerdcore. Um, Sponsor. Well, I mean, I write for them. They pay me so that I'm, I am sponsored by you them, get I guess. I'll get paid. You okay. Get paid. Go, go to nerdcore.online. Check out my blogs two twice a week. They're okay. They're, they're short little things about more stuff. Either way, we've had we several. Show sp- in there. You should talk to I, I'll, I'll ask, I'll, yeah. I'll ask anyway. him. It's ask sorry. him. I'll ask Adam. Uh, uh. i've seen spider-man movies and as much as i i like what what's the kid's name andrew mcculloch
0: tom Tom holland no tom holland andrew Andrew garfield you're talking about andrew garfield i was i think
1: i was merging the two names
0: you're merging a lot of names there yeah
1: it's by the way it's late when we're recording this (laughs) um
0: uh
1: andrew tom holland
0: you said you said andrew mcculloch which is yeah. a, the combination of all the names because it's andrew garfield toby Maguire,
1: yeah and tom hol- holland holy you shit find them all they're all together i will build the ultimate spider-man the ultimate no Spider-Man. not Tell not, not miles not miles <laughs> um it, it's just because i've seen it and i i'm excited for what he brings to the role i'm michael keaton in the mcu looks pretty cool unless they kill him which they probably will uh it's i i don't i i just i've seen i'm not thirsty for spider-man movies i've i've yeah, seen the tricks that's the I, thing i get
0: that right i'm not i'm not, I'm not thirsty for it um, here's the other
1: thing here's the other thing I, I i hope i'm wrong but man i did not expect tony to be the tony Stark to be that to be that big of a factor in the story
0: i i i mean i'm not sure if i expect him to be or not but i don't think i need him to be well,
1: even if he he's still he's like that over art like base at least again it's just a trailer so I'm hoping I'm wrong is that like he's gonna be the reason why Peter does something stupid and he because he wants to he wants to look up to him and I get that I'm just like I just want you know like if he shows up at the end for the fight cool but like the fact that he's around it's just like let let Spider Man be Spider Man. Um, also, again, yeah, I'm I'm not thirsty I mean, for I, spider movies.
0: It, it makes sense. I mean, in this, in this universe, right? Like, it makes sense for there to be somebody, especially for it to be Tony, because because of the way we to Spider. Oh,
1: it absolutely makes sense. Not arguing like, that. It's from, just from,
0: from from a story perspective, I think I think you know Tony being there would would make a lot of sense. Um, but but I don't know. Like I I I like um, you know Ned Leeds, aka uh, Genki from like. Hey, let's let's just turn Ned Leeds into uh, instead of being actually Ned Leeds, we're just gonna make him uh, Miles, a sidekick, Gank, Ganky? Gon- I don't know.
1: How i I i never know.
0: No, but uh, you know that guy, um, Lego boy. Yeah, uh, and you know, it, it, like it's 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 a proper teenage Spider Man. The fact that that the trailer started off with MGMT's time to pretend that was like oh like this feels like this universe like this this feels like this makes sense. Yeah. to Peter Parker. Um and and I I liked the Amazing Spider-Man movies like I liked Andrew Garfield. We did a whole commentary of that. We did yeah you can check those out at uh, marvelsiga.wordpress.com right mm-hmm. that's where those are. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I, I I liked those movies and I liked the Tobey Maguire movies just fine. But this this I mean you know it, this feels like a slightly different take on Spider-Man. You don't have to deal with the the great power great responsibility stuff again, which is nice. Um, you know to to not have to deal with that stuff. But uh, you know I, I I'm I'm I, I was not this you know when the first Spider-Man movie came out I was I was like uh, nine years old. So that's a little bit different. But when the last one came out in 2012, uh, I was, you know, I was like, all right, check out the trailers, whatever. But I was not this excited for the movie as I, as I am for this one. um yeah. Although I'm not, I'm not. It's not
1: like I'm meh for it. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. It's just on the on the low tier factor. I'm just. Not... The
0: movie I'm most excited for is definitely uh, the Fate of the Furious, which looks appropriately stupid, and I'm gonna watch eight times.
1: Still amazes
0: me that there's eight of them now. Like, Jesus oh my god, dude. It looks, it looks so dumb, and i now, so now to announce to watch that stupid movie.
1: <laughs> now to announce our official spin off podcast, The Furious Podcast, come join us later there. Uh, the one movie I'm looking forward to in 2017, it's not Justice League surprising enough as much, I mean, like, I'm looking forward to Justice League, right? It's the first, just, we're finally getting a Justice League movie, I know people are apprehensive for Batman v Superman, and they have every right to be, but in every other year it would be it, but... I want to see Logan, like yeah. Th- this, Logan
0: look, looks really interesting. This and and I was thinking, I was By talking the way, Logan's Logan trailer music being hurt also perfect. Like, yes, like, like this, like oh, like that makes like the Johnny Cash hurt, like oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Like that that gets you in the right mood for this movie. Mm-hmm. Totally. And like the
1: Wolverine was okay. But like, okay. No, was it? Don't don't
0: don't. It's
1: even. it's no, I'm going to. It's it's okay. It's very below average and I enjoy watching it. I don't, I'm not gonna endorse this as a good movie, but I enjoy watching. It. Anyways, this is there's only two actors in terms of comic book movies, maybe three, and I'll say who the third one is in a minute, who are synonymous with their roles. One of them is is as we talked about him a minute ago, which was as Tony Stark. Yes. He is he is Tony Stark. The other one is Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. This he yeah, has yeah. he has played this character for over 16 years over 9 different films and this is his swan song and you know where they the we're never more than likely never going to see him play this character again unless special circumstances or at least his own movie or if it will be a very long time and you have him with Patrick Stewart to incre- they're both incredible actors. Um, and, of course, you have X-23 in there, which is going to be nice for X-23 fans. And just, I have a feel fi- like, okay, maybe it's because it's 3 a.m. Fuck it. Hugh Jackman's going to win an Oscar for this role. He's watch. Not win an Oscar watch. Role. Watch. Don't, don't even if, don't No. Even play. Okay. Maybe not wishful thinking, but, like, I have a feeling this is just going to be the best acting a car- an actor has done for a superhero movie. Because... This, like, it's very much like Rocky Balboa Syndrome with Hugh Jackman for me. Where, like, in other roles, he's okay, but when he's playing the character, like, that he, uh, he's, like, he's accustomed with and he's grown to, like, basically become that character, he, he become like, it comes out. And obviously, it matters on the writing and the directing, but, um, even then, I enjoy Wolver- watching the Wolverine movies simply because it's him, uh you know i don't know what they're going to if he's going to die if he's if or if he just walks into the sunset um uh, but like this is like this is it like you don't t- we don't talk about finality uh this is this would be the first like finality in a, in like where like this long uh movie star stops playing this role and uh like like you know her like it, it's kind of like logan's ending you know wolverine's ending and so is Hugh Jackman's career not his career but his his 10 years of Wolverine that's so much I don't I mean, want to like, see
0: his his career's not ending but like that's like he's he's done other stuff you know he's done fine for himself but yeah he's not like as far as film goes there's very little Anybody really cares about Hugh Jackman
1: anymore? It's it's. Well, I mean, most people care for him for Wolverine and any sort of thing that's garnered his attention elsewhere is because of his fandom that's created from Wolverine.
0: Yeah, and like and other stuff he's been in has been has been like either not very good or not done very well. It's been like I mean Hugh Jackman's in it, but like, was it any good? No really? Yeah, but the I mean th- th- that's the number one I'm looking
1: to. It looks amazing. It looks like all it looks like a Western movie. It doesn't yeah. look it doesn't look like. A superhero film. And I'm glad it doesn't. Um, I want to... Like, it looks more... And I even think the director said it's going to be definitely... It's going to be focusing more on character moments than, this, than say, um, explosions. Which I'm pretty sure... It's Wolverine. You're going to have blood. You're gonna, It's rated R. You're going to have blood. You're going to have... your are slicing and you're dicing. But at the end of the day, it's going to be about, you know, Logan at this particular point of his... the Probably the end of his life. Because you can see he's pretty messed up in the trailer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Wolverine, man. Or Logan. It, I, I, March can't, fuck Power Rangers. Logan's the only movie that matters in March.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Power Rangers coming out March too, which is kind of comic booky. Well, there's,
1: um, there's a boom series about it right now. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, the, also the Justice League Power Rangers crossover.
0: That's true. It's definitely, that's definitely happening, weirdly. So,
1: let's reverse that. What is the le what is the one you're least looking forward to in
0: 2017? Oh, man. Um. This is tough cuz I I am I'm, I'm tentatively looking forward to Justice League and Wonder Woman, you know? Like I I want them to be good, right? Like the I would I would very much like for those movies to be good. <laughs> and if they're not, then it's not like you know what I'm saying? Like those they it's I'm, I'm, I'm worried about them not being good after what we've seen so far from the DC films. Yeah. You know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, fool me thrice. You won't get fooled again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, it's, it's so, so like, and that's, there's been three DC movies and one was kind of okay. And Is that Man of Steel? Was, it's Man of Steel was kind of okay. And two were not good. They were not good. There's, there's very there's very few redeeming qualities to both of those to both of those movies yeah um so you know Wonder Woman is a very very different film than those other two are you know very different director from the other yes two. there's color there's color yeah um it's a it's a period piece um Gal Gadot is gorgeous and uh and like well not she, only that but she commands a presence she commands about her when she... Presence. She, she she looks she looks like a real- life Wonder Woman like when they when they cast her, I was like, Oh, that's like that's that's perfect, right? Like she's 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 tall, like she's she's a hulking woman, but like not like you know, not like like a ripped in a way like she's she's beautiful but also looks like she could destroy you. Um
1: it's, you go you just you just go hey baby and next thing you know your arm is broken because she just moves so quickly the yeah
0: breaks. yeah like she's well she's a she's a supermodel who also was in the army right like yes um you know which was like like you know this, which is the thing that's required in israel and stuff like that but like that's that's who she is and like she's like it's perfect like and she she looks like that she like she looks like she, it's, it's 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 great casting she did very little in in batman v superman she does have the issue of the accent is a little bit hard to understand sometimes. I like the fact that the accent is there because she belongs to this other culture um, from the, from Themyscira that doesn't really have a, a Themiscara, how you pronounce it that doesn't really have a real um, thing. But like I'm 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 worried about what Wonder Room does legal be because of what the other moves in this universe have been. That said, Ghost in the Shell is what I'm least excited for, um, if if we're counting that. Yeah, um, I
1: mean it's a manga, and and that's I mean the controversy with that is it's not using Japanese actors,
0: right? Considering well, it's very.
1: Near? And and th- I actually took my time this year. This is to actually read Ghost in the Shell, watch some of the mangas, watch, some, and it's just like. Yeah, I mean, it, the reality is that you would never get a ghost in the shelf if it wasn't starring Scarlett Johansson. Right, that's just right. that's the reality. Yeah, because uh, it's yeah. it's just too it's too niche. It is way too niche to just hire, uh, very probably a very qualified either Japanese or at least an Asian actress to do it. Um, but you wouldn't sell tickets.
0: I mean, like, yeah, there there are very few superstar Asian actors. Of either gender, I think there's there's not any really like Jackie Chan is well past his prime, um, and like nobody well, nobody else no no other Asian well, actor sells tickets really Jet Li is past his prime yeah um like there's nobody 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 Asian puts asses in seats like
1: well Hollywood hasn't given them a the chance but like well I mean,
0: if, no, I mean some some people did right so I, I, recently people have. Um, and it's not, I mean, there's, there's obviously other problems, right? It's, ju- it's just that, it's just a fact of the matter right now that there's nobody Asian that's going to put butts in seats. Um, and if you want to put, you got to put the butts in seats to make the movie. So, I don't know. It's, 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 yeah. If we're talk- it
1: looks cool though. Like visually, like yeah. they nailed the look of the book and the look of the manga. Visually, it looks like, holy shit, that looks awesome.
0: If, if we're talking strictly the Marvel DC stuff, so we're talking Logan, Guardians, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, uh, Thor, Justice League. Um, man, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, because I, I guess I'd have to say Justice League, because it is still Snyder and still characters that it seems he like doesn't fully understand. Um, but I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic still about Justice League and and i I think because you want it to be good yeah it's true the the only the only reason that justice league isn't at the bottom of the list because i want it to be good because if if i take out my own desires and just look at it logically it's justice league because of everyone involved is the people who are involved in the stuff that wasn't good so why would it be any good chris terrio admitted to not reading comic books when he wrote Batman maybe superman Dawn of Justice, which wasn't good um Jack Snyder clearly doesn't like has said things about how he like things that he doesn't like about comic books, which are things that other people like about comic books. Not excited about that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Momoa looks cool, Ezra Miller, I'm interested in Barry Allen, like the Cyborg stuff looks interesting, but I'm I'm worried it's gonna be confusing, I'm worried it's not gonna make very much sense, and I'm worried Snyder is gonna be up his own butt about some of this stuff. What about you? What is the one you're least excited for?
1: this is gonna be a shocker but it's guardians of the galaxy volume 2
0: that makes sense yeah i feel that like i love
1: guardians like i think anybody who went in 2014 went in there thinking this might be this is gonna be an okay experience because this is the marvel cinematic universe right they're at least okay experiences they're not i wouldn't call any of them really like tra- tragically bad like batman v superman warning i still enjoy that movie uh but I I'm worried. What I'm worried about it is that they're gonna use the same musical cues, and they're gonna rely on what made the first one great and try to recapture that. Versus trying to tell, trying to mush like. And one thing that bothers me about the trailers is that Batista, who's playing Drax, was a lot like his uh, his I don't understand sarcasm thing. Feels like we're gonna turn up to eleven because people found that funny, and I like it's not as funny at least that I've seen. Like I'm happy for Batista. Because it's him, like sort of just having fun, and he kind of deserves that after being a professional wrestler for 15 years or whatever. Um, but like, I'm just, I'm just worried it's going to be too much of the same from the first one, and uh, not yeah. an.
0: Yeah, I, f- I feel that. Um, I don't, to, I don't believe be, it. Does... There's going to be more of Yondu and them. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, I, I I I can't uh, not pull for St. Louis's own James Gunn. So uh, <laughs> and, but, and
1: and also and also like I hate that dance sequence at the fucking end of the first movie, it was, like it was dumb. The the little the little the little oh oh that that was great no 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 that was just like wait because you know what it did because you're you have this serious moment you have group... he's not dead but commit you know say sacri- sacrifice his life uh sacrifice himself to save everybody else and then you have like, it almost felt like. And I said this when I did the 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 special edition for the Warriors three two years ago, three years ago, shit, um, oh two and a half years ago, uh, that it felt like they were just shooting it and and it was just an outtake and they just kept it in and it took me out of the damn ending and it's just and even when I rewatched it like I enjoyed the movie enjoyed the movie then freaking Star Lord starts just dancing and freaking what's his name ronan why doesn't ronan just slap the shit out of him right then and there and just end it it boggles my mind because uh, i know ronan can be dumbfounded like i think anybody would be but it's just like it, it that ending is bad to me like that ending is just so cheesy um and it's just like you could have found another way to make it like keep the tension of that have a cool fight scene at the end and not just dance off because it's comp because for funny so that that's what I'm worried about is that it's gonna be too reliant on jokes. Before, yeah,
0: I don't know, because it, 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 it also feels like I mean, because that was that was a distraction, right? Like, that was the, the point was like like what? But it It didn't feel
1: like organic. Doing? It literally felt like they were sh- like Chris Pratt was fucking around off set, and they just happened to be shooting at that time. Uh,
0: I guess, kind of. I don't that's know. what if
1: that's what it felt like to me, and he was just doing that to mess with uh, the actor who's playing Ronan, whoever. I, I
0: can't. Uh, also, Sean Gunn was in Gar- uh, was in. Um... Gilmore Girls and is going to have a bigger role in this. Uh, he, in a two-week break from, or two-week two or two-month break from Guardians, shot all the scenes in Gilmore Girls a Year in the Life, uh, the, the Netflix revival. And they grew up, like, maybe 15 minutes from where I grew up. Nice. So, like, that's, <laughs> those are my boys. I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch James Gunn's other stuff because that's so not my aesthetic. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't not, uh, not pull for, for Guardians. I mean, I,
1: I mean, I'll be there. For comic Book Day, Free Comic Book Day weekend. When it comes, I don't think it deserves that spot. Um, I think, I think Thor. That's me. That's me.
0: But like, it, if we're gonna be honest, that's the one. Free Free Comic Book Day weekend isn't like isn't like as far as movies go. Like that's not like it's Thor's getting the better spot because coming out right before uh, Thanksgiving, it's still gonna get. A
1: Captain lot America different. had Free Comic Book Day weekend. That did that, that thing did a lot of money, man.
0: Yeah, but like that was Captain America. It's just it's different, you know. Like Guardians also made a lot of bank too when it
1: came out, and it's riding on that high because people know what the Guardians are this time around. Yeah, but
0: Guardians one came out in August.
1: Yeah, and those people who that that, tons of people who watched it in August are probably gonna watch it in May, and if not more so because people who bought the Blu-ray over two years. Yeah, Yeah. it's gonna make
0: bank. No, it's gonna it's gonna make money. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I I think it's gonna be plenty fun. Um, oh totally i
1: again none of these things I, I don't think there's anything i'm not excited for um it's just that the, the... <laughs>
0: james gunn directed the stanley cameo scene in dr strange what was the stanley cameo scene in doctor oh i remember now what was uh, it again it was him on a bus and on like all the other stuff's happening in the mirror world and he has no idea because it's the mirror world oh yeah yeah, yeah. um how many stanley came because i don't know they're like oh yeah james gunn directed the next four stanley cameos that's funny. Because uh, well, I mean, yeah. Except because the, because their weight is gonna die. <laughs> like, the, well,
1: there, there's a mega cut of all the Stanley cameos in every Marvel movie right now on YouTube, so you can watch that. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, but let's move on. Let's I think that's let's move on to to, to, our, to comics. Let's talk about comic books. It's a comic book podcast. We haven't even talked. I don't think we've talked about comic books at all. We talked. Oh, we talked with well, the Watchmen comic. Yeah, but uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about recent comic books. Comic books that come out—they're coming out uh, in this past week. Um, comic books didn't ship late this last week because Christmas is on a Sunday. But normally, uh, DC and Marvel take every excuse they can, or I guess Diamond takes every excuse they can to ship a day late. It's like, ah, oh, Christmas is on Monday, so we're gonna ship on Thursday this week. <laughs> um, but uh, but it was on Sunday this year, so I guess they didn't take the excuse and they shipped on Wednesday this week, which like legitimately surprised me. Didn't yeah, like did it not surprise you.
1: I I kind of forgot about that. I was like, I it was just another day for me. I was like, and then I I only just thought about it, now. You were like, oh yeah.
0: When 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 when, when my comic showed up on my on my download list, I was like, oh, I guess I guess that they didn't ship late for Christmas. I guess cause it was on Sunday. But yeah, like I'm so used to them shipping late on Christmas week. <laughs> um, but uh, but not this year. This year they uh they they popped in on Wednesday and uh we're gonna talk first about the one book that we both read. Uh and that was we read a couple books. We both read uh How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, but you can read Ben's thoughts about How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps on the com and you can hear my thoughts on, on the podcast, uh Green Lantern Corps uh podcast on, on the Green com. So uh so we're not gonna talk about that, but we are gonna talk about the flash. Um, the Flash issue number 13, which was written, uh, as all of the issues are, by the guy whose name I'm forgetting right now. Joshua Williamson. Joshua Williamson, who has been writing a very interesting take on The Flash recently, uh, and I've, I've been a fan of it. Drawn by the semi-regular artist. Um, there have been a lot of artists on this book over the last, over the last uh, issues, uh, but this is uh, Carmine... Um, I don't
1: no, this is that. no, this is not Carmine Dean DiGennaro for is this not? issue. This is is Neil Guge.
0: Was this Neil Guge? I thought it was yes. Carmine. Yes.
1: No. This is, can you look at the style? It's not. It's not Carmine Dean What well, Carmine Jiminego is the main artist. He barely like he's
0: like six he's,
1: on every issue. He's, he's the okay. Stop that. Reverse it. He's the main best artist on this book. There you
0: go. Uh, I don't know that I'd agree with that either. I like okay. Um,
1: I'm uh, you know, you're you're gonna put some respect on his name.
0: He's good. He's, t- he's not bad. I just like Watanabe better. Okay. Uh and like like Watanabe did a lot of stuff on this. Uh has got a very interesting style. Karma Digiominico. Yeah, it's got an interesting style s- style, but uh, it's it, it's a lot more stylized and there's, there's definitely some stuff I, I don't like about his anatomy. But um I forget Watanabe's first name. I know it's a very anachronous first name. It's like um Anachronis isn't the right word either. But it's he's got like I think it's a Hispanic first name and, and a very Asian last name. Felipe. Felipe Watanabe. Um I like I like him on this book. But this is not drawn by neither of them, it's drawn by Neil Googe, who I think also drew the Christmas Christmas special? Um I don't god, I don't remember now. Um but I think he might he might have drawn the flash the flash uh story in the Christmas special. And this is this focuses on uh, Wally West Kid Flash not to be confused with Wally West, Flash. Is that what he is, Flash in Titans? I think
1: I think he's just. I don't read it, but I think he yeah, he's just Flash. Unless
0: he's just Wally now. Uh, this is this is Wally West, Kid Flash. No, no, he's the Red Streak. Is he really? I,
1: no, I'm just making shit up. I don't
0: know. Oh God, you had me worried. Man, uh, yeah, this focuses on Wally uh, trying to protect Iris and Barry's uh, first slash fourth date, um, and he's fighting Tar Pit. And then it's 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 a it's a heartwarming Christmas tale because Tar Pit was actually doing the robbery for his family because they got kidnapped. Um, there's a there's a quick little cameo in this issue by Jessica Cruz from uh, Green Lanterns uh, because they're sort of kind of flirting with each other in the Justice League comic book. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, yeah, this was uh, this was. I mean, a nice, it's a cute little story, I guess. You know, nothing really. Of, of um, value. No, there's value to it. Nothing really of consequence. Okay. Um, the very, very end, we have a we have a little bit with um, with uh, Captain Cold as played by um, fucking uh, Phil Coulson. Uh, you're you're
1: you're totally holy shit.
0: You're totally right. right? Like like the, he, he drew Captain Cold looking exactly like Clark Gregg. I um, wish
1: I could do a Clark uh, Phil Coulson uh, impression right now.
0: It's a it's a very weird as, as, impression to do, but yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's like at the very tail end, and I actually like the art in that. That's a little bit less stylized um, than, than than his regular stuff in this in this issue, but uh, but it's cute. Little you know, Wally's like, hey, Barry, your kind of family, even though Barry. So uh, in this universe, if you haven't been reading, keeping up with Flash. Uh, Wally is now Kid Flash. He is Flash's sidekick, but Barry still has not told Wally who he is. Which is um, weird. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's kind of like it's one of those happy cake into two things where like this is what Barry did with the old Wally, who's now back in this universe, but it doesn't seem necessary to do here, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But but he's doing it, and so um, yeah. So so Barry knows who Wally is. Wally doesn't know that Barry's Flash. So he, he's protecting Barry and Iris' date, um, but he doesn't know. He's like, where's the Flash? Because he doesn't realize that Barry's the Flash. Uh, so, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a cute little story, I guess. It's nothing really, like I said, nothing really of consequence. But, uh, but you know, I liked it. Other, other than moving Barry
1: and Iris back together, that's right, about it. Right,
0: the Barry and Iris stuff moves forward, but, like, you know, th- there didn't need to be an issue of a date of that, right? Like he could just ask her out on a date, and they could be like maybe a couple panels of it. Like you know, there was there was a lot of there's a lot more than they generally do in a comic book. It's cool. It's, it's nice character stuff. Um, and 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 you know, it's it's cool to see Wally like figure stuff out like you know he's like oh if i if i kick up the snow on tar it'll freeze him in place
1: yeah that's what i always like about the flash and i think williamson nails that it's like flash isn't just about speed it's it's it's, it was rooted in the heart of science fiction in the 1950s and you know that's always fun to see made up bullshit i mean it's not bullshit science but like see like some kind of science skewed to how the flash solves this problem versus just punching things and creating yeah. whirlwinds.
0: I think I think Williamson's dialogue, like the actual words, a little bit a little bit stilted. Um, but uh, but otherwise, I I am I'm, I'm a fan of uh of, of sort of the, where the story is going. Right. I think I think his his story story by is good. Script could use some work, but uh, but you know the I, I like where this flash story has been going. Um, and I. I wish there was more of the other Wally. Like I wish, I wish we got to see a little bit more of him. We only got to see him once in Flash Nine, which, by the way, had a great cover that was the uh, the Flash of Two Worlds um, homage, and and the cover drawn by Carmine DiGennaro in the style of Carmine Infantino, which was cute because uh, it says Carmine to Carmine in in the little um, uh, art thing. But yeah, I, 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 like, I like the direction of the story, I'm, I, I'm interested to, to see some of the wally Berry stuff, I, I hope that Barry comes out and tells Wally who he is soon, because I, you know, this is, it's a very like 60s, 70s trope of like, oh, sidekick doesn't know who the hero is, like, you can just give up on that, we don't need it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I like the Wally stuff, and, and the Barry-Ira stuff was cute, it was a cute issue, it was a cute issue.
1: Yes, and it was perfect
0: time for Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Most, most of the time we get Christmas issues in January and February and March. You're right. You're right. This came out like right after Christmas, like came, Christmas week. So that's so good. Uh, Heartwarming story. Yeah. You got any more thoughts? I thought it was fun. I like seeing
1: um, the molten guy. He was fun. Yeah. Tarp- um, I can't. Yeah. I thought it was heat wave. I'm like, what the fuck happened to heat wave? Then they said like, oh, different guy. Wait, do you
0: not know Flash Rogues very well, because Tarpit, I I, I, know.
1: I know, I know like the the Captain Boomerang, I know the typical ones like,
0: well, but I don't. It, I I mean, f- Wally even says right, like, he's like, one of Flash Rogues, not like a Rogues Rogue. Yeah, I know the Rogues Rogues, I don't know the yeah, Rogues. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Who's
1: Who's
0: this guy? Who's this Joker? Not the Joker, but who's actually this Joker? <laughs> I think Tar Tarpit, I remember, I think I remember seeing Tarpit like a Mark Wade issue like back. Like era. he's like, like he's like process. I know like it's like him and
1: girder belong in the same pool. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right. They probably ha- they probably hang out like at the off- rogue's office. What's weird like, is what's weird
0: is that Iris brings up Patty Spivot, who has not shown up at all in like this run. You know this volume of Flash comics. I think so she was, she was is, probably Pat- she was probably a new fifty two, but but she hasn't shown up post rebirth. Yeah. This is like I mean I guess I mean it makes sense Patty Spivot existed, but like I didn't. Iris
1: is Iris is straight up stalking Barry. I
0: haven't I haven't known about her yet. Like she's not you know as 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 a new reader to flash we were talking about this before the show as a new reader to flash like that's that's comic shit that i don't know yeah
1: because like you can get away with the jessica crew because they don't mention her and they just took a picture of a pretty of a female green lantern yeah, that... yeah.
0: And, and you know and, and you know if that, that's like that's happening post rebirth like that's kind yeah. of expecting you to read other comics fine but, and then
1: but... the the even the other speedster that was a, a minor small flirtation because it wasn't even a romance it was no a no they
0: dated they dated like they yeah, legit yeah, yeah. dated the bridge, eh. but then she kind of died um she's no she's one with the she's not dead she's, she's one with the she's Forest. whatever she whatever happened to her happened to her but that was at least in this in this, in this you would know but versus patty was like who, Patties, Patties, who, Patties who like you had you had to have read previous flash stuff yeah um which is you know it's like so like i guess patty spivitt exists post rebirth but we didn't see her so it's not it's, not
1: yet at least not yeah, yet. yeah
0: but like it like it's like oh you're dating patty spivitt like when i don't i didn't see that like the last thing i saw patty spivitt was the last time i read uh the the um you know like way past like the, the manipole john's flash run was the last time I, th- I remember seeing her she might have been in the manipole manipole butchaletta flash run but um you know she's she's not a character that i'm really all that familiar with in this run of the flash like i don't think i've seen her for years so it's it's weird to to bring her up here. I agree, but I thought it was a cute issue. was a cute issue. Yeah, good issue.
1: issue. Definitely
0: All right, definitely skippable, but still cute. <laughs> like yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd read it, and, like you know, if you if you got if you got a couple minutes and then pick it up pick up pick up Flash thirteen. All right, you want to talk about uh sex, baby? Let's
1: talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Yes. So this is by Joe Casey and Pietro Colosky. Uh, this is issue thirty four. And uh, I've been reading this issue since it launched in 2013 with Sex Number 1, perfectly, it's called Sex Number 1, collector's item issue on the cover. In fact, this cover, I think, is an homage or a reference to the first
0: issue. Uh, uh, remember, if you're, if you're Googling this comic, to Google Sex Comic Book Issue Number 34, because <laughs> you're going to get some weird shit. Y- yes. So this is,
1: if you don't know what sex is, this is basically a <laughs> soap know, So when a mommy and daddy love each other very much. God damn it! Uh, the comic book called Sex is basically about it's basically a soap opera story starring uh, a soap opera Batman story because basically even Joe Casey, I think, an offhanded like talk, people that he talks to, admits that like the character, uh, the main character whose name is I have a huge Simon Cook is basically a b- billionaire playboy who was fighting crime in Saturn City as ba- as the armored Saint, basically Batman. Uh, and he's basically, in this whole series has been about him sort of moving past that life. And he's not a well-adjusted human being because of his dedication. And his sidekick is now a gang member who's not really a gang member, who's um, trying to basically break the, or like trying to figure out the keys of a of a, of a gang organization from the inside. You have uh, the Catwoman analog Annabelle Lang Langvinette. Like Vanessa, I've never had to pronounce that out loud. Annabelle. Just gonna call her Annabelle. She's she's sort of the Catwoman. She runs a, a escort service. So you have all you have. You have gangsters. You have this Joker character. Um, either way, there's a whole list of characters. There's a whole Batman analog. But even if you don't know, Batman is still like a very engaging um, soap opera story. And this issue, what makes this issue particularly interesting is that Joe Casey has been sort of for the most. A lot of the second year was meandering a lot. And sort of exploring the world of Simon Cook, introducing some of the characters he, him as the Armored Saint fought in the past, uh, and we, and, and the thing is, we've never seen the Armored Saint costume. You've seen it from below, from behind, from up high, but never a full-on shot. Well, this issue, it turned like it's sort of revealed that this character called the Prankster, which is sort of a Joker Riddler hybrid, more, uh, and, and it, it, him and the Armored Saint are machinations of this. Sort of raw I wouldn't even call him Raz Al Ghul character, but he's just sort of Puppet Master, and he's wearing the Armored Saint costume, which, if you look at it, it looks like a Batman costume. Like, it just looks like he's Batman. Um, but, like, basically, the city is under Tommel, gangs are fighting each other for turf. Uh, left and right, you have some really engaging gang leaders, like you know who they are when you see them, either by speech pattern, by visual design It's ve- and it's a very stylized looking book Like just go look it up, I know you're gonna get some very confusing images, but it's a very visually dist- striking book with color and um, and there is sex in the book, but it's, of, it's just more of like, it's part of the book, but that's not what the book is about if that makes sense, it's like, I guess it's kind of like I'm saying, I read Playboy for the articles um <laughs> but it's very much it's just what it's part of. like it's treated as a normal act versus like it it it's it's titillating but it's not like intentionally titillating in the sense that that's what the what the point is it's just like this is what people do you know like it it doesn't feel like it feels real versus how most superhero comics do deal with sex or, or how sexed up certain characters can be. Or women, rather, I should be more specific. But the reason I wanted to talk about this one is that this is the last issue of the series in single format. And basically, Joe Casey and Peter Kowalski have made the decision to stop doing it in single issues. And the fifth volume of it is going to come out this February or March. And um, the rest of the series is just moving straight to graphic novels and uh, I don't know how to feel about that considering I've been reading this issue I'm going to buy the graphic novel that comes out in December um, or November it is late 2017 but uh, if you haven't read this go pick up volume 1 it's 8 issues, it's eight issues for 10 bucks the summer of hard yes that is the title of the first arc
0: alright uh, so that is uh, sex number 34 from Image Comics uh, and Ben is that a hearty hearty read I'll
1: be, I'm going to be away for a few minutes. I'm
0: going to mute my mic. <laughs> Ben's going to be away for a few minutes while he thinks about sex. Um, all right. Uh, I read, and I swear we did not do this on purpose, uh, that we did one Marvel, one DC, one image. But um, I read uh, Spider-Man issue number 11 this week, uh, and that is the new Miles Morales comic book uh, written by Brian Michael Bendis, art by Sarah Pacelli. Uh, both of whom are the uh, co-creators of uh, of the character of Miles Morales, uh, and are writing this book in the in the Marvel Six One Six universe because the sixteen ten universe is no longer due to the twenty fifteen uh, Secret Wars event. Um, and this uh, this is actually an issue that's not about Miles at at all. Miles does not uh, spoiler alert for this issue. Uh, Miles does not make an appearance in this comic. Um, we do get uh, his father, Aaron Miles, I believe is his name. N- who? Miles' M- Miles father? No, it's, it's Jefferson Davis, Jefferson isn't Davis. it? Jefferson who Davis.
1: Who's Aaron Miles?
0: Is that a basketball probably, player?
1: Probably. By the way, Jefferson Davis, president of the Confederate States of America. Just putting yes. that out there. Aaron, name of a black man. Uh, name of a black man is Jefferson da- Davis. I'm just saying, Bendis, you, you had the choice to name his name. And you name it with
0: Jefferson. I'm just. I'm I'm, dumb. Aaron Aaron Miles uh, played second base for the 2006 to the St. Louis Cardinals. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Jefferson Davis. Who the? What was I thinking? What's what's his uncle's name? Uh, Hobie Brown. No, it's not Hobie Brown. Well, I'm just saying that because his his uncle's a prowler. He was a prowler. But what's his? I think. um, Anyway, uh, uh, ultimate. His uncle is Charlie Murphy. It's not Charlie Murphy. (laughs) Uh, Aaron Davis is his brother is, his, is, is the prowler okay that's where I got confused Aaron Miles Miles Morales Aaron Aaron Davis
1: Jefferson anyway, Davis
0: alright Jefferson Davis is Miles' father um, I think I think that was kind of part of it right well, that has to be he had to have realized that
1: no i i want to believe in his his own ignorance like no that sounds that's fine no why would you name your character after the leader of the confederacy why would you do that there's why there's no way okay anyway well well, what's the what's okay i'm gonna we're gonna talk about this after the show but there's no point there's no there's no joke you
0: can't make a joke with that That's literally just wrong whatever i'm done so in this in this comic book Uh, Jefferson gets a, a, he, so Jefferson is is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., um... Wait, what? Yeah, he was, he was before, too. I don't, I, uh, okay, I'm, all right, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm confused. Even, even beforehand, Jefferson was, um, was, was a previous agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. who, who left S.H.I.E.L.D. and went back into S.H.I.E.L.D., and so that, that carried over here in 616, where once again, Jefferson rejoined S.H.I.E.L.D. so that S.H.I.E.L.D. would protect Miles. Um, because, because Miles, in this, in this universe, Miles has told Jefferson that, that he is Spider-Man, um, and his mother's still alive, which is nice because they probably shouldn't have killed her in the first place. Like that was kind of cheap. Um, so, so they brought her back for the 616. Um, so Jefferson is a, is a agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. here. He, he goes to S.H.I.E.L.D. because they have a mission for him. Dum uh, Dum Duggan sort of uh, berates him to try to get a rise out of him. When he doesn't he doesn't rise. Um, so so they they send him on a mission. The mission uh, in the end uh, turns out to be he gets double crossed uh, by Black Cat who knows that he's part of Shield. And then Black Cat turns out to actually not be Black Cat at all. She's Maria Hill. Um, she ha- they had, uh, they, had Miles, they had they had Miles quote unquote they had that Spider Man uh, captured. But it turns out Black Cat was actually Maria Hill the whole time. They were, they were a double... This
1: sounds so confusing.
0: They were, they were double uh, trying to make sure that he was, he was good to go on the mission. Um, and Miles... And then so he goes to the real mission. And then at the very end of the issue... So, so Miles does make an appearance on the very last page when his mom calls like, Hey, have you seen your dad? Like, he didn't come home last night. What's up? Where could he be? And Miles doesn't know that Jefferson is in S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, it's not very confusing if you've been reading the book. Okay. I just explain. It's just the way it's explained, I'm like, okay, that what the fuck? Um, I promise you that it's not confusing if, uh, if you're reading the book. Um, nothing's really that confusing. Uh, the, actually, the biggest thing is because uh, it turns out that like it's, they show Black Cat and Hammerhead in cahoots and they've kidnapped Miles. And that sort of happened in issue five of this book. Um, like like my, they were sort of in cahoots and trying to capture Miles so like it makes sense here that they'd be together so like you're like oh they've got Miles and then at the end it's like he proves he proves to S.H.I.E.L.D. that he's fine like yo we were just testing you um, and you passed and now you got a real mission yeah it's not a great issue I'm gonna be honest here um, this would have been a great time to have a fill-in artist and not be Pacelli but I think Pacelli uh, is able to keep up with deadlines so it's great, and her art is good. I like the art. Uh, the I like I like the whole a lot of the Marvel style stuff. Um, so you know, if 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 if, it, if doesn't have to miss an issue after doing this issue, it'll be great. Uh, which I don't think she will, because generally she's pretty good at deadlines. Um, but um, yeah, I, it's it's sort of going on some of this this stuff with with Jefferson doing um, doing Shield stuff, which I truly wasn't a huge fan of in the, to begin with um you know it's it's uh, jefferson i guess is doing shield stuff that's a thing that exists but um but you know i i, I have no real no, real problem with it it's just uh you know i i'm i'm interested to see where the story goes how miles factors into jefferson's story but this is a spider-man book and spider-man barely made an appearance so that's uh that's 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 a definite downside um but but i i really like miles and uh, and definitely gonna keep reading this book but uh, depending on where the rest of the story goes, eh, not a huge fan of this one. Not not a great fan of this one. Mm. But mm. but we'll we'll see we'll see what issue number twelve brings for uh, for uh, the the new. Spider-Man. I I just although it's the the cover of it is is him kissing Spider Gwen, and I'm like, what is happening? What is Aren't this, they what? dating? Aren't they
1: dating? Are in they? That thing? Cause, Cause I don't know. I'm only hearing rumors, man. She, I don't
0: read the damn book. She has not shown up in this book. I don't know if he has shown up in Spider-Gwen. Then where the fuck is this dating shit coming from then? I don't know. He definitely seems to have a crush on Kamala Khan. I mean So I mean, let's be real here. Who wouldn't? Like I all the mild stuff I've read, I don't know if he shows up in Spider-Gwen at all, but like I read I read On uh, Y'all all Different Avengers and I'm reading Champions and Spider-Gwen has not shown up in any of those books.
1: No, and even then, in Champions, Miles has not shown in any interest in Kamala. If anything, Nova has.
0: Uh, No, Nova's interested in um, Vision's daughter. Yeah, Viv. Oh, he's
1: interested in both because he's a little boy. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's be real here. He's interested in both. Um... Yeah, no, I, I will say this about the issue. Not even reading it, I hate that they had to make him an agent of Shield. Well, I but think, that is just.
0: See- I think I think they did that in in the Ultimate Universe too. E- even then, a- it's just like why not just have him be the dad?
1: Why does he have to be a Shield agent? Like that just seems so contrived. And let's connect everything to Shield.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think it made more sense, especially in in sixteen ten, because there's like there's stuff going on there. Um, you know, even even then, I would have been like, can
1: can he just be Miles' dad? Does he have to be connected to this grander scheme? Why can't it? To me, it just it's like hey, Uncle Ben was an agent, Agent Shield all along. That would have been that would have been just as dumb. Would have been more dumb.
0: Well, I, you mean you mean like how Richard and uh, and uh, whatever her name is, Parker, are secret agents? Yeah, well,
1: that's different. Well, that's different because it, it was it was wartime. Is it? though? And we didn't, Yes, it was wartime, and we didn't know that we didn't know them. We have no investment in his characters. And it,
0: but, it, but okay, it, but but Jefferson Davis was like Jefferson Davis was only had for like a couple of years before he was Agent Shield, like maybe a year before. But you before at least got as
1: an you got a, you got to know him though, like you Kinda. you took him from when he was just the ordinary dad character to Nah, he's Agent Shield because reasons. Uh, because because like because Peter, their story doesn't can't remember their names. Um, Ben, no. Who? who? Richard, Richard and Mary. Richard and Mary. Their yeah. story, their story doesn't affect Peter. It really doesn't. But if you make Uncle Ben an agent Shield, and that's the reason why he was shot, that changes everything.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Jeff Jefferson was a was an agent of Shield. Plus, why are you gonna allow a Confederate to be an agent of Shield? Like, really? It was. It like, was. God. He was. A, he was an agent of Shield pretty early on in the story. Okay. Like. Okay. I'm just. Either I'm just. I'm just. I'm just gonna throw my bullshit flag out there. Did, like did, that's. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, I agree. Like I agree that it need to be a thing. Like i d I'm not like it's weird. But it's fine. Let's wrap this puppy up, shall we? Let's wrap this up. Uh you wanna talk the... about one more thing or do you wanna Let me let me
1: do a fancy intro for this. Well this is gonna be what we're gonna call I don't think we're going to end every show like this because I'm not going to read a graphic novel every week. But sort of every once in a while, I want to talk about the graphic novels I'm reading and
0: Kuhan. Kuhans, yeah, yeah, we we'll going to talk soon. about some uh, classic runs on, on comic so, classic graphic novels, stuff like that.
1: So a couple weeks ago, I went ahead and spent a little extra cash and because uh, it, it was 50% off. I bought the original Secret Wars in trade paperback form from 1985. Now, if you know me, I am called the Marvelous Siggy. I love Marvel Comics. I have read pretty much every single big Marvel story except for this one, which is considered the grand – well, this and Cracks of the Nerds, the granddaddies of event comics. And I'm on issue 11 of 12, and if you're a Marvel fan and you haven't read this, read this. This is just straight up crazy Marvel – you have to be a Marvel fan to read this. I'm going to go ahead and spoil some aspects of it. And this is in the first issue. But so i not going to go over the story. But basically there's this entity called the Beyonder who summons these heroes and villains to fight for their desires. Winner, whoever wins gets their most desired. So in the first issue, Galactus is on the villain side. And if you know anything about the universe, Galactus is something to not be trifled with. And I love how Jim Shooter, who wrote this, writes Galactus and doesn't talk doesn't say anything um at least in the first uh, first like eight issues he doesn't say anything he speaks to reed richards because he knows who he is um uh and just as his force nature goes to attack the beyonder and the beyonder just swats him like a fly and 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 it gets just bigger and cosmic one every the mutants all the like okay this is why this is the one thing i find the most funny about this book is that everybody was like talking about Avengers versus X Men a couple years ago, and like, oh, it's a force fight, whatever. No, the Avengers straight up hate mutants. They just straight up do not trust mutants. Half this book is basically the Avengers, either Wasp or Hawkeye, namely Wasp or Hawkeye, calling out the X Men for not like rallying against Magneto, and it's hilarious. It's just like you, you people like to keep together, like very, very um very very racist from both Hawkeye
0: what do you mean uh, you people
1: yeah here's and this is really interesting because they bring race because at this time Iron Man's in it but it's not Tony Stark because he's he's an alcoholic at this point it's uh, or he's recovering from from his alcoholism Uh, it's uh, Rhodey and um, so Colossus gets injured right and so there's this beautiful looking healer who Colossus is infatuated with and so is Johnny Storm the Human Torch and so Colossus is like, like, we need to heal him. And Johnny Storm is make you know, like that, you ever meet that person who is like, um, well, I, well, I mean, we can't do this because this, this, and this, and this. So he basically, like, he go, like, says, he's another species. I, I don't know if her healing factor is going to, going to help him. Basically saying he's a, he's a mutant. There's, you know, alluding to that he's, because he's a mutant, he's different. We can't help him. Um, because he wants only the women for himself. And uh, Rhodey, who I, they don't know Rhodey is a black man, basically calls him out like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's not black because I would hate to hear what you want to say about that shit. And like Johnny is just like his white liberal guilt is caught in front of him, like full for, for everybody. And it's hilarious. Uh, but it is definitely... Having read the new Secret Wars that came out in 2016, in comparison to this one, this one's a lot more streamlined. It's a lot more easy to get. If you love Doctor Doom, you'll love this. If you thought Doctor Doom was nothing, you read this and you'll understand why Do- Doctor Doom is pretty badass. It's just a great cosmic Marvel story that only can be told in the Marvel that only can only be told in the Marvel universe. So yeah, that that's that's your homework. Read Marvel Secret Wars from 1985 it's it's dan it's greatness that holds up 30 years later yeah,
0: uh, 30, yeah 32 thir- we're now 32, 32
1: years later yeah so go read it it's new printing um mike zek and um god who's the other artist mike zek was one of the artists um bob May- bob layton is a, there's two artists in there and it's classic 80s marvel looking stuff but it feels epic as all hell even 30 year 30 plus years later
0: so there you go alright so check out uh, if you haven't yet checked out the 32 year old comic book storyline Marvel Secret Wars check out Marvel Secret Wars um and sadly with an Alex Ross cover though
1: <laughs> like that's the one thing that disappointed me I wanted the classic Secret Wars number one cover but no they only
0: had the Alex Ross cover <laughs> like, oh I, th- I thought you I thought you were making fun of me <laughs> for, not, for not liking Alex Ross uh, as a, a, little of, a little
1: bit a little bit column A column B <laughs>
0: Um, uh, I guess that's, that's a teaser for, for a future episode where, where I talk about Alex Ross. Well, we'll see if that, if that ever comes to fruition if we talk about, if we talk about painted art. Um, but that's going to do it for this edition of, uh, what do we call this again? <laughs> oh yeah, it's the, uh, I am Com comics podcast uh, as yet, as yet untitled, uh, title, title, title pending. We'll see, we'll see what we call it send us
1: your name suggestions we're all open
0: yeah uh, if you want to tweet at us uh, I'm at Kuhan uh, Ben is at Marvelous Iggy uh, you can find uh, this show at IamKuhan.com slash comics you can uh, email us comics at IamKuhan.com is an email address that definitely works um, yeah that'll that'll work uh, I think that's really all we have as far as, as far as social media stuff uh ben, Yeah, I'm only on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Ben, people can find you at uh, Nerdcore.online, right, and MarvelC.wordpress.com. Um Right, that's all correct.
1: Nerdcore.online, MarvelC.wordpress.com, and then of course the Greenlandercore uh dot com. The Warriors the warriors 3wordpresscom Yes and then
0: I'm a, I'm doing a lot of things. you're doing a lot of, a lot of things. Uh, this, this show is my New Year's resolution, so let's, let's get, let's get a, an episode out every week. Let's try that. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, uh, we look forward, I look forward to bringing a lot, talking a lot of, uh, content. Uh, con- it's late. It's really fucking late when we're recording this. Uh, I look forward to bringing, talking a lot of comics. Uh, uh, I want to thank Juan for letting me come on here because I, I don't get to talk to a lot of people. Who read anything but Marvel comics, at least on a show? So it's gonna be fun to talk about some dark horse. I'm gonna definitely be bringing the dark horses, the images, the booms. I'm gonna be bringing that, and of course the DC love because I, I love to show some love to DC Rebirth. Uh, but so does Kuhan But I'm I'm gonna bring I'm gonna be your indie hipster for 2017. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, and then uh, obviously uh, you can find more.
1: Although I shaved my beard off, so that's not going I don't know how that's gonna work.
0: <laughs> no, you gotta keep you gotta uh, uh regrow the mustaches all.
1: Nah, because then I look like a pedophile, and that's not fun. Uh,
0: you can find obviously more of my stuff right here at www.imkuhan.com. Uh, that's where all of my links are. Uh, I'm also on com where I do the podcast and uh, and some other stuff that that I do a lot more irregularly and hopefully more regularly this year. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try to do that one mic show again where I just talk uh, for as long as I can, <laughs> just me pick a pick a topic and see what I can do. Um, that's going to do it. this is an edition of the Ironcore.com Comics podcast. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Happy comic book reading. Stay marvelous. That's not this show.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's my catchphrase, though. That is the thing I say everywhere. Stop talking about comic books, or I'll kill you. I don't care if the Hulk could defeat the man of steel.
0: I just couldn't care less if they bring back Kraven, and I don't care if Spider-Man's a clone.